Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 62 of the PGAJ Show. It is definitely golf season in full swing out there. I'm noticing a lot of section events going on right now on the PGA side of things. And a lot of you getting into the workforce either following graduation from a PGM university or for your internships this summer. So I thought it would be an appropriate time to talk a little bit about internships and the big caveat on doing an entire show of the PGAJ podcast on internships is that I have never worked as an intern nor hired an intern, but it's not that much different from actually hiring or working as an employee if you just think of it in the right context and with the right mindset because they are actually very different, but you can still accomplish a lot of the things that you want to accomplish in a short amount of time. So I'll talk a little bit about the mindset, both from the facility side of things, as well as from the intern side of things, uh, how to make an impact in a short amount of time, how to make a lasting impact um, at the facility, also on your career. And then talk about just taking every opportunity to be able to learn as much as you can, make as much of an impact in your long-term success, growth, development, all of those things um, that you'll go through this summer. So the first part of this is mindset. Understanding what the facility is looking at, what their challenges are, and what your challenges are as an intern, and just trying to just kind of at least understanding what those challenges are can can lead to opportunities. And it's just, it's the hardest thing to say, but a lot of times interns just don't have the experience. You've done a couple internships before, so you've worked effectively cumulative six months, which is half a season if you've done two of the shorter internships. So it's not a body of work as far as having 10 years of experience in the business where you can, where the, the intricacies of, of handling certain situations with members and being put in those kinds of situations are natural. It's not that you can't a lot that there aren't a lot of people out there that can handle those situations better than people that have been in the business for 20 years. I'm not saying that, but if you just look at it as an average and as an aggregate, there's kind of a, a set average that, um, that facilities or managers will look at and kind of the expectation that they're what they're going to get out of the internship position and then putting people in a position that they can um, be utilized and be useful but not over shooting that to where they're in a, put in a position that's over their head or um, is too much responsibility and from the intern side the challenge is that if you are one of that top 10 percent top 20 percent that really has had more work experience or just is naturally intuitive and is able to handle those types of situations uh, flawlessly and just by the nature of who you are and your upbringing or past work experience or any of that stuff. And the hard part is even if you are that person, showing that in a short amount of time is a challenge as well. You don't have the the years to kind of build up that trust and show that you can handle those things and then be kind of elevated to that more responsibility. So it's a not only a condensed amount of time, it's a condensed amount of time to be able to prove yourself and kind of move up. That's part of the reason why those, a lot of those positions don't tend to have a lot of upward mobility because, uh, because of that, because there's just not enough time. Now, that's not to say that the se- things happen in the season and people move in and out of golf 
shops and golf organizations pretty quickly. So there are opportunities if you're ready for them to be able to take advantage of them. Uh, but that's where I'll talk a little bit more as well about how you kind of circumnavigate that. How do you put yourself in a position to really make an impact um, as well? So the making an impact part is important um, and it also is a little challenging because of all the things that I just mentioned around just the situation in general. A lot of times you're not given a lot of responsibility or opportunities to have a lot of responsibilities. And I don't mean to make a blanket statement here. There are, I'm sure, a lot of, a lot of golf courses out there that have incredible internship programs and are able to hire the best of the best for the internship programs and really give them a lot of responsibility. So, you know, that, of course, being a unique situation. Um, I, I know I've talked to a lot of people. Some people have given me feedback prior to this episode saying that they've been lucky to be at places that have given them a lot of responsibility. But for the ones where you're challenged, feel like you're challenged to directly make an impact because of your position, one of the things that I recommend is to find somebody at the facility, an assistant professional, an up-and-coming teaching professional, just somebody that's there full-time in a golf role. Actually, quite honestly, doesn't have to be a golf role specifically. It could be a membership sales role. Just somebody that you connect with so that you can find a way to impact them and their performance in some sort of way. And then that then becomes the impact that you've made. And that allows that to carry on beyond the time that you're there. So if there's a assistant professional that you're working with who's uh, really into merchandising and they're really trying to drive the merchandising forward, you may kind of connect with them and maybe after hours or even as part of your job, you can help tag mer merchandise when you're behind the counter. And that allows them to go back and work on the open to buy system, open to buy and they catch an order that was in there that shouldn't have been or they're able to take advantage of a sale that wasn't there, whatever that is, you helping that person to achieve the goals that they're hoping to achieve, that then becomes kind of part of your legacy that an impact that you made and you impacted a person directly there's a really strong benefit to helping a person because if you help the facility that's great like uh, you know if you for example let's say that you start a um this goes into measurability of things a little bit, which I'll, which I'll talk about. But if you start a cart rotation plan and that helps save the club money because your carts are breaking down less, the batteries are full more often, less maintenance, less all of those expenses that go into that, that typically helps the club. When you're helping somebody else to achieve their goals and maybe you're helping the outside service manager apply this that and that's actually helping a person but in this case let's say it's not and then you're actually helping somebody that's interested in merchandising in that in the previous example you're helping them to build their career and further their career so therefore that person then is in a way kind of indebted to you and you also then become part of that person's legacy and it gives you a chance to build that relationship uh, and then follow up with that person and see how things are going and kind of create a a mentorship type of relationship as well and friendship and just having somebody that uh, you've worked with closely and had an impact on I think is, is really important. It, it could be somebody that's in a new position as an assistant and they're being tasked with starting their first junior camp. 
maybe you have some insight through what you've been through in the PGM program recently. Maybe they're not a PGA member. Maybe they don't have the education background that you do as far as specifically how to run golf events and those types of things. Maybe you can utilize some of that knowledge through them where they have the experience of knowing the members at the facility and all of those things that have put them in the position, but you can then kind of impact that with that knowledge that you have with that person, um, I think is really important. And to keep in mind too, that these, that person may be the head golf professional when you graduate from university or when you're ready for your first, um, director of instruction role and they're looking for a director of instruction, um, helping someone always helps, uh, in the long term. So I think that that's a really good way for people to take advantage or kind of hack the system, uh, by helping people that are at the facility um, that will then impact the facility. And whether the results are directly resulted to somebody else's effort through what we were just talking about with connecting with people, or there's something that you do with cart rotation that is, that is um, something that you've created on your own, as many results as you can make measurable results. Um, kind of reverse engineer or think about ways that, okay, if I do these carts, what am I looking to do? What's the end goal? Why would I rotate carts? Okay, I'm rotating carts because it saves on maintenance. Okay, great. Can I get an idea of what the maintenance costs are or uh, from the general manager if I take this on so that I can hopefully at the end of this three months that I'm there show that we were on, we were spending X and then when I started doing this cart maintenance, we started spending half of that amount, bringing the expenses down, uh, leading to more efficiencies, leading to higher member satisfaction, all of those things. If you can make those measurable, um, you know, being able to sell more range balls because you're on the grass more often than being on the mats because you started a, a range rotation um schedule uh for the driving range maybe you're maybe something like managing helping to manage the director of instruction schedule or helping to get the practice the the teaching facility set up in between um in between lessons so that instead of 15 minutes break that that person needs maybe they only need five minutes break in between members or lessons which allows them to add another lesson to their books which increases their revenue so then you can um, help to create a measurable result there. And, and just being able to do that, you know, it's, it, it has a, it's an impact on your resume, what your resume looks like for somebody like me that was most recently at a for-profit facility. Um, measurable results are important because the more that you can measure results, if I can save 30 members a year and save the club $130,000, $150,000 going into next year, then, and I'm more interested in membership retention and membership engagement and making sure members are happy than really running the day-to-day operation, um, then I start to have a case for I'm making an impact in this environment. And it just gives you a lot more latitude to start to move towards things that you want to be able to do. You will hear this throughout your career, revenue cures, <laughs> revenue cures all. The more revenue you can bring in, um, the more flexibility that you have to spend more money on labor, to 
buy that launch monitor you want, whatever those things are, being able to create measurable results that you can say, I did X and then Y happened, and here's the financial result of that, so let me keep doing my thing, is uh, really a big benefit and just a really good way to look at things. So measurable results um, are, are very important. And on a resume that just looks better to somebody like me that you understand that there is a result and it's not just, you know, I helped, I helped, you know, to grow this to this, but like, what was the financial impact? And just understand that, you know, that, that part of the equation that, that has to do with the financial impact. And if you, if you are, and I, I say that knowing that there are a lot of head golf professionals out there, directors of golf, general managers that don't care anything about that. They care about where you've been, how long you were there, did you survive? If you survived there, then you can survive here. Um, that's what a lot of high-end professional, high-end high end facilities professionals, kind of the way that they look at things, they look at where you've been, not what you've done. And so at that point, who cares? But some of you, because they're not going to actually look at necessarily the things that you did and the impact that you had financially, because that's not their number one concern. They just want to look at the prestige of where you've been. Fine. But why not at least have the measurable results in case it is somebody that is looking at that from a business point of view? It's not like you need two resumes. You can have the one and maybe somebody just won't read it if you've been to all those other places. But if they do, it would be great to have those measurable impacts on there. And the last thing I want to talk about is just taking the opportunity in an internship to try things. And this goes for interns as well as um, as well as those hiring interns. I mean, you think about the, the, the lack of downside to trying a new position or trying a, uh, a new way of doing something with a person. And if it doesn't work out for either party, I mean, you go into an internship knowing when you start, you're going to be fired in three months. <laughs> it's a funny way to look at it. But like, if you have a three month internship, you're like, okay, I'm going to start this. And worst case scenario is I get fired. Best case scenario is I get fired at the end of three months. Like that's, that's really what happens. There's a, there's a terminate deadline to your employment. Um, and it ends in you leaving that facility. Now, obviously you want to leave a good impression. So you get asked to move back or you get a letter of recommendation and all of that stuff. But this is, if you, if you just kind of think of it that way, it's a really good chance just to try stuff. Even if you know you want to be a teaching professional and you're sitting behind the counter and, and I mentioned the merchandising opportunity, you just, I want to rearrange, maybe you just rearrange a display because it looks like it's gotten a little shoddy, maybe dust it up, refold some shirts, maybe change up the display a little bit, maybe go into the supply closet. You know, want to make sure you're not stepping on the director of merchandise's toes if they have one but if there's not and there's an opportunity there try it see if you like it you might find that you like it members might come in and say oh who did this this is awesome and you might feel good about that and you might decide that oh actually merchandising is a lot like teaching because teaching is very entrepreneurial because i would have my own business as a teacher or as a merchandiser i'm selling and buying and running a business so that's entrepreneurial as well so maybe you didn't think about it but it's like oh well actually this that would be cool i'd love to do the merchandising and buying and maybe that leads to being a sales rep i mean there's there's just all kinds of opportunities to test and try and learn things and learn what you like um and learn as importantly learn the things that you don't like um one of my favorite uh one of my favorite people casey neistat um who's a big youtuber and filmmaker he 
talks about he's he has said that he stole this from somebody else but he doesn't know who he stole this from but he talks about the tarzan method of kind of his career and where it's got gotten him um and that is that just you kind of have this idea of where you start in the forest and you want to get to the other side and there, but there's no straight line you just you grab the first vine and you swing on that vine and 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 sometimes that vine takes you towards uh, closer to to the end of the forest where you're trying to go and sometimes it moves you further away and sometimes it moves you into another area of the forest that you didn't think you were going to be in and 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 so you swing back out of that area and then kind of find your way back so it's it's very much been something that's impacted my career um, I didn't know of that kind of philosophy prior to I think I heard him say that a couple of years ago but my career's taken a lot of different um, turns as well and it's kind of all accumulated in this um breadth of experience that I have now that allows me to do what I do at third home with the, uh, member engagement and member experience stuff and, and all of that, and be able to talk to you guys about, um, a lot of what's going on there and applying it to, to golf and all of my experience in golf and membership and, uh, merchandising and operations and management and all of those things. Um, so, just taking every opportunity that you can grab a vine, whatever one is there. Um, don't pass one up because you think it's not what you want to do. Unless it's taking away from, you know, I can't spend this time with this teacher. I know I want to be a full-time teacher. I have to choose between these two things. If you're sitting at the counter and you know you have to be in the shop until six o'clock and it's four o'clock and you're deadsville because it's raining outside, try and rearrange the shop. Try and see if you, you know, can, can put some shirts together and then ask the, the assistant that's in charge of merchandise and say, Hey, I've noticed these shirts have been here for a while. Do we want to start a sale rack or can I help do that? You know, my next shift or whatever, just grab a vine, take hold of it, see where it takes you. This is the time to do it. This is the time to learn. Um, so I hope you hope if nothing else, you take advantage of that through your internships and testing and learning. And for those of you that are hiring interns, test and learn, try new things with, um, how your outside service is set up when you have the more people there, try something new with setting rangers on different locations, using people, just test, learn, test and learn. Um, yeah. So to kind of pull everything together there, we talked about the mindset, just understanding what the challenges are that the facility has, facilities understanding what the challenges are that interns have, um, and trying to work towards making an impact somehow, use people, make an impact on somebody or, or multiple people at the facility. It will lead to a, a more lasting impact, a more direct impact um, for somebody that's in a position that has the ability to make that impact. Um, it will it will lead to to long term friendships and it will lead to uh, long term follow up and being able to stay invested in whatever you did to say hey nine months later how did that go um, really good there and then measurable results just being able to think just start if you just start thinking about achieving things that are measurable and what the end result is and what that measure is and is it important to the facility. Just that mindset and thinking of things that way um, is kind of like looking into the matrix a little bit. You just kind of see things and you code codify things a little bit differently in your head and it helps you understand the direction that you're going and, and why you're going there. 
And then lastly, just testing and learning and just trying new things, taking every opportunity, whatever's in front of you. If it's not keeping you from doing the thing that you think or feel like you want to do, take advantage of it. Try it. It may be the thing that um, it may, may be the thing that you look back on five years, 10 years, 15 years from now in your career and go, man, I remember when I was in that internship, I really liked working with the junior kids or I really liked merchandising or I really liked managing people. I really liked helping the new guys in outside service understand how, what to do and how to talk to people and any of that stuff. Just have the experience because that's, that is really what so much of the next 10, 15, 20 years of your, your career is if you're starting out in an internship now, um, is just going to be understanding yourself better and trying new things and seeing how, what, what you react to so that hopefully quickly, uh, you can find the thing that makes you happy. So that's the podcast for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, uh, don't forget to subscribe and, um, I've been busy, so I haven't had as much time to try and get the word out um, to everybody, to, to new people to follow, but I'm really liking the community that we have now. I would love to add more people to that. So if you don't subscribe to the podcast, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, I see a lot more people subscribing, so thank you. I've noticed the listener counts jump up when I do uh, publish an episode, even without advertising and across social, so thank you for that. But I do want this to grow to more people like you. I want to I wanna keep this kind of, this is a good group. Um, I don't want to limit this group, but I, I would love this group to grow with your guys' help, with you telling people that you know uh, would appreciate this or think would get a lot out of it or just would be entertained by it, um, any of that. So please share this with the people um, around you in the golf business uh, that you think it would be helpful for and you want to bring into this community. I thank you guys for all the feedback too. I'm, I'm liking this kind of open dialogue uh, pre-podcast is helping uh, with the show. So thank you very much. And I will look forward to talking to you guys next time.